Oh, Sweat Equity Podcast. Oh, I'm excited. Carly Cohn, Bowden, don't call me Bowden, yeah. is here as the guest. We're, we're uh, sans Caleb Fuddy, but that's all right. We move on. He's got some busy things. There's going to be times where I'm not here. And we'll, we'll pour a drink out to remember me. So Sweat Equity Podcast, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Podbay, we're on all that jazz. If you, if you like this podcast, which means you've made it to this area, uh, you made it whole minute actually not even a whole minute now is about a minute and you made it why don't you pause right here give us a five-star review subscribe to us on itunes that basically the breakdown for podcasts and how you get up in the news and noteworthy of your category which we're in the business category is it goes by three r- rankings it goes by like uh listens downloads slash downloads it goes by subscribers and it goes by ratings and reviews, and that's that. that's kind of the three the three entities that kind of push you up. Cool. From my from my podcast addictive kind of life, I'm constantly listening to other ones, and I've picked up kind of that that seems to be the model to get up the ranking. So we don't have any sponsors, no sponsors. This is free. This is a fucking free podcast, free advice. We're going rogue. We're going rogue. Uh, you like the sound of your voice? Do you sound good? I'm not going to lie. I'm really happy with myself right now. You're going very NPR. I may have to geek you up a little bit. Whoa. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You got to talk right into where if this was a... oh Keep it if, keep it steady. If this was a dick, oh you got to talk right into the dick hole, basically. It, so there's there's Omni mics where you can hear everything going on, like a campfire mic, where right. if we just had one, but it doesn't sound as good. These, since we don't have the most professional setup, you basically, we kind of set it up so you got to go straight on that dick. So basically just swallow the entire mic. Okay, either way. All right. Uh, well, no sponsor for the podcast <laughs> so far. Um, we'll get to, I'll, I'll, we'll bring you in a little bit. Uh, we What we do is we try to do like where a sponsor might exist if we yeah. have one. Our goal is to get to 20,000 downloads in a month. It's possible. It's doable. You got to have goals with everything, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to drink some of this Tampa-style lager made by Cigar City Brewing. Again, so good. didn't ask us to do it, but hey, that's going to be the lead on this sponsorship for this episode. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. We're doing this on the Friday before Gasparilla outside of the area. If you don't know what that is, it's basically Mardi Gras pirate-themed. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Capiche? All right, what's up? What's up, dude? <laughs> Are you? Uh, don't freeze up on me. Don't get tense. I don't know what our topic is. Let's. I'm don't worry about it. it. I haven't All given right. you anything. All right, you throw oh, yeah. it, and I will we, go. You got to do a little bit of housekeeping up at the beginning. I apologize. Get, I'm a newbie. I'm fresh. No, you're fine. All You'll right. be fine. Uh, you have a blog called Crown and Ginger. Yes, I do. There's some dashes in there. Yeah, just one. So, what is Crown and Ginger? Um, it's the drink of choice by my mom. Is how I came up with the name, but. Basically, the focus of it is just a lifestyle blog that focuses on Tampa, um, traditions, legacy, history, and then keeping up with the Joneses basically on people that are moving up the ranks in business. Now, we were hanging out last night, and you had a pretty kick-ass clutch purse. 
That yeah, is true. that's maybe the gayest thing I've ever said in my life. But uh, but it's factual, so it's okay. It had brass knuckles as the handle, and I really liked that. And then on the outside, it was bejeweled. It now, was. Now, if you're not a Tampa person, maybe you're a friend of ours in New Orleans. Maybe you're a friend of ours mm-hmm. in another city uh, listening to this. Because about half of our listeners are in this Tampa Bay area. About half are outside of the zone uh, in New York and L.A. Yeah, we're big time. Uh, Denver, what, what? Oh. Yeah, Peyton Manning listens. Did you know that? You, isn't he the one that says Omaha? Mm-hmm. I learned that like two weeks ago. Sorry. Wow. Pretty excited. Big football fan. College, yeah, pro, stupid. Yeah, well, we, we're in Omaha <laughs> right now. Uh, no, but I'm saying that would you be pushing stuff that you don't necessarily need to be in the area to kind of get what's going on? Is no. there more lifestyle where you're like, hey, I found this badass clutch purse that could kick someone's fucking temple right through their goddamn brain? Basically, anything that'll come in handy for defending yourself when you're out at a party. Um, I do highlight things and I try to support uh, the local businesses, but anything that they have, they would have gotten it somewhere else. So I try to get with them to figure out where you can buy it. Most likely, at least you'll see it online, and then you can just Google it to find out where to get it locally. Okay. So, yeah, my friend's doing that with a uh, sports, ladies' sporting clothing line. It's called Knockout LA. So she basically pulls in the good shit. Mm-hmm. You go to her site to find out, oh, this looks kind of cute. I'd buy that. It, it, she's, not, she's just a kind of, um, she's a procurer, a Pro- curator, curator, Pro- a curator of ladies' fashion yes, who like to yes, play yes, sports. Uh, yeah, like workout clothes. Okay, so athletic apparel. Yeah, as opposed to I need pads for my ladies' football league. Well, I don't know why you would need maxi <laughs> pads for. Oh, oh, pads. Uh, oh, okay. Come on, come was, on, football. Uh, here we go. I was thinking, you know, why? <laughs> why would you need a maxi pad to play a because punter? Because you're not going to be a real get, football player. No, but you're going to get real pissed if you miss that kick. Your thoughts on? Uh, Ladies lingerie league. What do you think? Um, I'm a fan if the outer appearance matches the external performance. If you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you are easy on the eyes, but you're also you have some type of skill, great. I'm all for that. <laughs> all for big supporter. Well, what kind of skill are we talking here? Because this is getting already in the gutter. I know where your mind's at. No, no, no. Okay, mm-hmm. bring it, bring it, pull back the okay. reins. Okay, okay. We're talking like a halfback sweep. They can, they can yes. make that one cut. I want to see you come out in your athletic wear, and I'm just like that girl. She is really good looking, but I also want to see you tackle the shit out of the other teammate. Uh huh. So that you're like, you have athletic ability. Right. Is what I'm saying. Tackle. Keep wrestling. Okay, well, not like jello you. in zone. All right, or we could take a sharp right, and yes, <laughs> we could have a jello fight. Yes. So, okay, uh, you you have your you have your blog, yeah. but also by day we don't have to mention your uh, employer, but you are a strategist, which we were talking about about a week ago. We were hanging out, and it's like it. I I don't like telling people I'm a consultant because it sounds like a drug runner. Like it sounds like a fake job. And yeah. strategist always sounds like a fake job, especially when you're really young. You're, I mean, yeah. you're under 30? No. What? I'm under 33. Yeah, uh, under 33. That's what I was saying. And uh, wh- now now everybody knows your age. It's crazy. It's I feel bad. 30, it's not 33, though, guys. So okay. Tricks on you. Under 33. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, it's one of those things where I feel like when you're young, I'm 31, uh, and it's one of those things I tell people I'm a consultant. They're like, 
the fuck do you know? I feel like it gets you that extra like juice to be like, oh yeah. Well, what I do is I, I ask people just like, what do you try me right now? And I'll give you I'll give you an, an idea of how this would work. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've had to do any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think any man, I think any position. And you're a lady too. Yeah, this I, is a man's world. I am a lady. I'm a lady friend. Um, I think any position where you are in management, where you have people that are um, on your team working together, you have to strategize as far as delegating who's going to do what, where the business is going to take you. So my position is not actually, it's more when you're in management, you use my favorite term strategery yeah, yeah, yeah with any of your decisions just our best president god yeah ever strategery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. make sure you don't spit it out then but consultant i think goes along the same lines as like freelance if you say oh well i do this freelance it's like you're a hobo waiting for a job is what you are it's weird entrepreneurship used to be an ugly term it used to be like oh you wash cars on the side got it mm-hmm. uh now it's kind of it's kind of a sexy cool thing a little bit but it, it still has a I've been using inelastic and elastic a lot, so I apologize if I've been throwing that on the podcast a little bit too much. But it is such an elastic term. Technically, you you have a lemonade stand, you're an entrepreneur. So there's not like there's no yeah. barrier to entry on calling yourself an entrepreneur. I've been hit on by dudes that have been said like, "Hey man, I'm an entrepreneur. I'll make you famous. Mm. Let me see them calves, boy." That and I'm legit. like, "I'm down." I'm not. I, I appreciate the compliment. Like I like when gay guys give me a compliment it or boost your self esteem. Yeah. I, look, it's it's like I, I think about Scientology. You know, they're like, "Hey, oh. do you want a reading?" And I'm like, "No, but thanks. Like, thank you. Like, you it's made good. my day. You think I could be part of your thing? Yeah. And like, that's really nice. Good for you, not for me. Right." Yeah, it doesn't mean I hate you. No. And I don't get scared because the Scientology Center in Tampa is two blocks away. Yeah, I saw it on the w- I almost stopped and just, you know, had to take a moment for myself. But Did you get a free reading? No, not yet. But I I did. Um, I'm reading that book right now that's like the tell-all from... Uh, Going Clear? No. Or, or the other one? No, I saw that. Oh, no. I saw, I saw the one on HBO, but I'm reading the book from Leah... Rimini, I think that's how you say her last name from King and Queens. Let's just, uh, she's the the wife on King and Queens, but really she was uh, Stacy Carosi in the in the episodes of Say by the Bell at the oh, Beach. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> that was like her, that's what, well, that was her claim to fame for real. But her book is all about how she like grew up in Scientology and how she got out. But she, it's so... If it's an awesome book if you haven't read it. Let's just put it no, that way. No, keep throwing. What what did what did you get out of it? Because uh, for those that don't understand Scientology in this area, you got to come to Clearwater. That's kind of like one of their main hubs. They essentially own a shitload of real estate in Clearwater, Florida. They own um, – we're in Ybor City in Tampa, which is kind of where the cigar factories used to be, the mm-hmm. Italian-Cuban heritage. It's really the history of the town, similar to like uh, Lodo in Denver – like how that used to be eight, l- late 1800s, early 1900s. Those are the old buildings that are kind of getting revived in yeah. a lot of cities. We, we're in that area of town. There's a huge Scientology building that used to be a cigar factory. And they that now that's like a – that's almost an orbiting hub for their Clearwater location. They have a big one in Hollywood uh, right on Sunset, I believe. Yeah, it's the old – it's an old hotel that they, they yeah. transformed into it. Which, but I didn't believe like all this hullabaloo, if you will, about Scientology. I was like, okay, they're stretching it. It's a religion. They're just making it up. Like they're stretching the truth to make it seem like it's completely fake. And I'm sure there's some reality to it. I get it. 
I didn't. Good business model. Oh my <laughs> God. I freaked after seeing the documentary and then reading the book. Oh my God. They would keep like children in one room and they weren't taken care of because everybody had a job no matter what age you were. Sounds fine by me. Well, I mean, I'm all for like, <laughs> you're going to, my kids are definitely going to do the chores at the house, but somebody needs to take care of these babies and they were putting like teenagers in a room to take care of them. Yeah. My older brother would have murdered me in one hour left in a room. Right. So those children are probably dead. That, well, I mean, not all bad. If you believe in Darwinism. Okay. Well. Not too, not too terrible. <laughs> some some of them are alive. Um, it, it is weird. There's only like 50,000 of them now, Scientologists. Well, that would make sense. I would fucking hope so after all but this they, stuff. But they were so rich because they made the best investments with the money they had when they were huge in like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Were they... They were, uh, I don't know, maybe a million Scientologists. Did you know they had a naval academy and it's called like Sequest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was no like, tof- like talking dolphin, but they <laughs> went on a boat and legit these people signed their lives away and traveled with this one man. And they got nothing out of it. They had to just, they have to just work. They're not even really paid. And Yeah. Well, I was trying to write a bit about this. I think. I think the political, well, political and religious and all that stuff, everybody wants to be on a team of some sort. So I used to get kind of like pissed at my friends that were, um, they're unconditionally Republican, unconditionally, uh, you know, Democrat. And it's like, really? Like you just, they're whatever, whatever goes for yeah. that team, they're you're black, on. They're and strictly it, black and white. Right. And it's like, we don't live in that kind of society. You mm-hmm. realize that. And the people that are at the top of these things, they don't really believe like what they're pushing out there yeah, a lot no. of the time. I, I I had a buddy that worked for um, who's the assistant like uh, I'm gonna fuck this up uh, the assistant DA or the DA of Florida or uh, the one that hates gay dudes and I was like that's a lot. I was like does she really hate gay? Like first off, it's weird when a chick doesn't like gay guys always to me, no matter how far right they are. Okay, so where I stand is like, that's a good time, number one. That is a party. I am trying to have a dance party. Girls, I don't care if you are at work, you're pissed, you're at home, you got shit to do. If somebody says we're having a dance party, you drop everything and it's a dance party. And that's mainly the gay population. I know that's a stereotype. Yeah, but stereotypes are around for a reason. That's a good one. That's like black guys with big dicks. That's great. For them. I would love that. I would... If they're like uh, white dudes with huge foreheads, they have big schlongs. I wish that was a fucking like. I'll, I'll see if I can. Me and start. Peyton Manning would be like, oh, well, yeah, I got a fucking thoroughbred Bronco right here. I'm saying like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm saying like uh, with uh, my wife's going to uh, a pre Gasparilla party tomorrow, and it's with her gay mafia crew. And which one? That's sick. If you have friends called the gay mafia, yeah, sold. I'm in. Don't offend the gay mafia ever. You're dead. Because you're, you're on the other side. I don't want to know what, what happened. You know, I'm a, I'm an ally of the gay mafia. I want to always be friends with... Gay parties are the best parties. I lived in West Hollywood uh, at one point. Fabulous. What awesome place to live. Do what they have glitter guns? The, uh, well, because if you... Oh, I let's put it this way. The, car, the, the cop cars... Uh, the cop cars were rainbow flag, uh, pixelated rainbow flag... To, it was supposed to represent like the grid of the city of yeah. West Hollywood, arguably one of the gayest parts of the country. Um, and it was I didn't I didn't even know it was supposed to be a grid of the city, but they embraced it, you know. 
That's awesome. Now, just if you're a straight guy and you go to the Gold's Gym in West Hollywood, you're going to hear some stuff. And I get it, okay? I totally get it. weird. Oh, I totally get it. Well, think of, like, if you if you were held in the closet with all the hormones and stuff and you couldn't tell people you liked a chick or I liked a dude and you just bottled that up and then at, like, age 18 or 21 or whenever you came out, you just let it go like a goddamn champagne bottle. Fucking banana I, hammocks I and totally, rollerblades. I totally understand it. And then when you're an older gay man, you just kind of let it, like, you're just like an old, just like an old guy. Just an old guy hanging out. Yeah, but you also, gay dudes have that male testosterone, and then you're trying to compete with each other. So there's a lot of shit going on there, no pun Dear. intended, but it, there's a lot of there's, all there's of a lot of shit flying, and it's uh, metaphorically, I'm saying. And uh, you've got testosterone, you've got, you've got like just bottling all like your craziest years of... of Everything you missed out on. Right, yeah. pretty much. So I, I totally get it why it's a little bit it's a little bit more out there and why gay dudes get a pass when they say something really off color at a, a weird party. Yeah. I'm at, it's like, Oh no, it's cool. Terry's fine. You know, like he's gay, Yeah, he, but he's Carly just said it and we're going to have to ask you politely <laughs> to get the fuck out of our house. Get out of here. Take your Zimas and Jolly Ranchers. Get, get the fuck out of here. Oh, my thing is if you, I'm not, I'm not either way. I'm, I love everybody. That's great. But my thing is, I don't even like when straight people are making out next to me. Like, I don't want to see. I fucking agree, None dude. of that. I don't care if you're lesbian, bisexual, which is greedy, by the way. Gay, straight. Oh, uh, if you're bi, you're greedy. I'm putting it out okay. there. Okay, all right. But I don't want to see anybody making out. I don't care if it's a man or woman. Like, don't slobber everywhere near me. Slobber. Yeah. I almost <laughs> said slob, but uh, that's not. That's, that's Hopefully a, you don't do that. That's, that's gross. That's three six mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the I, I had a bit about. Uh, I'm just gonna run bits this whole uh, episode, yeah. basically. Do that it. didn't work out. No, po- I don't watch a lot of porn. It's weird uh, to me. It's weird, and the weirdest thing about porn is like the grossest thing in porn is if you just saw two people making out, and I think that would be the grossest thing in real life to see. Like you'd rather see two mm. people like in an alley, like going at it. Then be like three feet from two people making out. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's it gets awkward when they're sitting right next to you and you're just like, okay, so should I move or should I just tell them? <laughs> like, should somebody do it? But if you see someone in an alley, you're grabbing your fucking friends and popcorn, and you're like, yeah, you will not gonna you're not gonna believe what I'm looking at. Because the makeout session, I mean, that's just trying to get attention, essentially. Yeah, I don't care how much you're in love with your boyfriend who just gave you a Tiffany's necklace. Ooh. Go home. Ooh. And Tiffany's that not sounded cute. specific. Like, All right. T- it's always there's always a certain age group and a certain couple that does it, uh-huh. and I'm not your friend. <laughs> you're you're not an ally of the makeout group. All no. right. Well, we've gotten kind of off topic uh, of the business side of the podcast, but look, uh, business is psychology. So mm-hmm. I, that's kind of how I see it. I heard someone say that. I heard the prophet say that at some point. Uh, Marcus Lemunis. Uh, I'm sorry, who? Lemunis. Okay, I definitely definitely know who he is. Uh, The prophet, the most humorless guy of all time, but Mm. uh, I like his style. He's from Florida, so I'm cool with that. Business is, it it is kind of psychology. You have to, if you're you're listening to this and you're like, what the fuck, where is this going? It's kind of in that direction where you've got to kind of figure out people. What's your target market in a lot of things? Uh, Knockout LA, my friends, you know, uh, what is it? Wholesale, not wholesaler. I guess online retailer. Mm-hmm. She's finding out her target market is there is a lot of women that don't like the workout clothes because they're ugly 
and they're not fashionable. And I mean, shit to me, half the women I know just wear workout clothes and don't go work out anyway. No, we definitely go to Publix. <laughs> like, oh shit, you have to go grocery shopping, put yeah. on your Lulu, let's right, rock, right. like full and makeup. As guys, we're cool with that. That's fine. Because the yoga pants yeah. thing, that was the one trend in the last 10 years. It beat out the poncho. Remember the poncho craze of like 08? Are you talking, okay, there was a girl poncho and there was a guy poncho. There was never a guy poncho. Yes, there was. When Nirvana came out, those ugly ass plaid things with the hood. Nirvana. No, that's, I'm talking like, I'm talking the last like decade. Oh, okay. Uh, There's a poncho craze. The spring break of 05 was almost single-handedly ruined by the towel dress. No, those, those are hideous. I didn't have one, thank God. Every chick had one. It, it hit at a really weird time where Jessica Simpson was pimping it. And then I went to the Bahamas with a bunch of buddies, and every chick's wearing it. And you're like, what is this? You know what That's is, not fair. is messed up? Because I wish I could s- get to specifics with you, but if I said a terry cloth material jumper slash romper, uh-huh. is that what you're considering a towel dress? No, it was the towel dress. It was like a robe that went... Right above the boobs. Yeah. Yeah, is that what a romper is? No, a romper is basically a baby onesie with shorts. It's super cute. And you wear them with heels. All right. You're gross. gross. Yeah, I exactly. Don't like that. Now we can't even talk about it. I don't like it. I, I, look, it's fine. W- women's fashion is not for me. It's not. It's for other women. It's for, <laughs> it's not for your kind of Dude's lady. fashion is for women. It's like, I want to look good for chicks. I don't. Yeah, and guess who's buying it? The women anyway. You guys don't make those decisions, so perfect. Right. I've never understood this since I can remember any thought I could formulate. is like, why am I wearing something? Why are chicks wearing shit for other chicks? Because you got to step your game up. And you, if you see somebody else. To women. Yeah, and it's like, damn, you look good. I really got to go get that. That'll match with this. Like, it's all about as bad as it sucks it's vapid that's what that's why guys don't get it because there's no competition really no one wins you never win well no because you're not gonna sit down if a guy came in (laughs) here right now and be like i love your shorts where did you get them i'll ask well now you will because i told you i hope somebody fucking walks in if they're if they're wearing comfortable ass basketball shorts because that's my jam like i'm wearing right now yeah uh i will be like where'd you get those those look awesome Ladies, right. you, you have to figure it out. Like, you have to, like, take a picture of them when they're not looking and go, all right, I got to figure out what this bitch got this. And then go on mm. Amazon or Pinterest or Instagram, figure it out, then get a better version of that. You definitely have to get the better version. <laughs> but I think I'm forward enough that I've come up to people and been like, where'd you get your blazer? Most of the time it's, like, for work stuff because it's hard for women to work, be professional, and, like, actually still look cool because it's either you're dressing like a teeny bopper where it's, like, dress up. So let's talk about that. Let's please do. I, I feel like that's really interesting. You gave a compliment to my wife, which she woke up today and was like really happy about that. You read her blog post about uh, wearing panty liners or something in her bl- in your blazer. Yes. So that was awesome. So you don't sweat in the blazer. I don't. G- I didn't, okay. I didn't read it. <laughs> of course you didn't. Well, it does not for me. No. Uh-huh. So a lot of uh, women in management, you try to. You don't want to wear the pantsuit. I'm sorry if you're listening. You wear a pantsuit. Don't do it anymore. Sorry, Hillary. Mm, she's got to go with yeah. the pantsuit. Um, and those creamy calf ankles. Right? You can... Oh, <laughs> damn. That was harsh. Um, usually you can dress up like a pencil skirt or a dress with a blazer um, unless you have a different outfit like a regular dress. But on the top, you usually want to wear a blazer if you don't have sleeves that are covering. So the thing that stinks, if you are in a high-paced job, you're running around all day. And yes, you sweat. If you sweat, the blazer will soak up even if i don't care if you have deodorant on we all wear deodorant 
but it basically you can ruin your clothes from sweating. Hmm. Guys don't understand that because you have undershirts that you keep for 45 years. I don't wear an undershirt. That have brown stains. I don't wear no undershirt. You, you don't own, do you own an undershirt? No. I don't need one. Then you're a freak. I sweat all the time, so it doesn't matter. So you just own all your clothes are sweaty? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything I own is sweaty. Okay, so everything you own is basically your undershirt. Uh, yeah, I don't own it. I don't, I own, uh, I think one tank top wife beater because I had to get it for something for Halloween. Okay. Well, That's it. You know what? I'm proud of you for making that first step, but your wife had said a great idea, which we have to tailor because it's a little weird, but it works is if you take a maxi pad and you s- take it off and <laughs> stick it to the, always back to the maxi pad, right? right? This is, we've mentioned yeah. this already three times in this. Yeah. You stick it in the, um, armpit part of your blazer. It's immediate. You need something that's absorbent and sticks to your blazer. Nobody knows. You don't have your deodorant smell or stain or anything, and you don't ruin your clothes. I'm not saying it comes out. You usually wear a black blazer, but you can tell, Yeah. and your dry cleaning bill then goes through the roof. So we're probably going to patent it, and I say we because I've already jumped on this bandwagon. No, you guys are new BFFs. I like it. Oh, solid. I'm surprised y'all haven't hung out before, but uh, I always enjoy when – because my wife's not from here, and I feel like she, she's dicing through the ladies that, the friends of friends that I have, and picking and choosing. So I get excited when she has a friend, you know, someone that actually will have real talk. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean it's hard. It's hard because you have when you come into any area that has. I'm just gonna say it. Old money. Old money. Ba ba ba. Um. <laughs> You have to really strategically find those people that either their lifestyle is this or their lifestyle is similar to yours and you are, there's people that don't have to work. You know what? That's fabulous. Yeah. I'm not one of them. So I don't want to talk about Tupperware and rodent. And the burps and the Tupperware. Oh. Oh, Yeah. That's when I could, I feel like that's like the fight club, the beginning of fight club where he's like, if I just get this Ikea, uh," (laughs) you know, like where he's like. You know, I almost had this apartment done. I almost had it done. I feel like that's like that miserable life of like, I got this whole dinnerware set. It's amazing. It's like, be so busy, you don't give a fuck about that. When you try to tell me about your problems, and I get it, being a full-time mom, that is that is a job. Nobody will tell me any differently. You're a mom. I mean, I'm a mom, but if I was a stay-at-home mom, I'm t- I could tell you right now I'd have a lot more time for shit. Yeah. But when people try to compare different things, when you work full time and you're a mom and you do this, that's the kind of thing that it's it's hard. I'm glad she has found people that she can talk to because people have different priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, struggle is real. One day we hopefully will be there where she she'll be in that position where she'll be a mom and and working at the same time because. Regardless if if you know this podcast fucking kills it, uh, it which w- it will, it it will. I'm not. I I I feel very good about it. Um, the small audience we have of 500. I I hope to get to over a thousand soon, and you Easily. just it it keeps snowballing. It, it exponentially grows like a lot of good things. Just mm-hmm. keep putting out good content. It'll come back. A lot of things do grow when they get get excited kicking. with mm-hmm. people that like them. Wow. I tried to like go <laughs> one way with that. Those uh those improv classes so really paying off. I'm not I'm not going to the right one. No, uh what I was saying is uh one day we hope to be there where you know but I've already I've always told her like regardless when if we have kids it's like we'll always work it, even yeah. if you got even if you somehow 
you know, won the lottery, even though we don't play the lottery, or I don't, she will, but I feel like it's just fucking such a terrible... I, I, the Florida lottery, I want to fucking... I wish that... It's legal gambling. I've won more money in scratch-offs than I ever had from, like, actually picking numbers. God, that's such a bummer. That bums me out so bad. You can win. Like, I've won $1,000 once from a scratch-off. <sighs> Like, how great would that have been on a Friday? But we never have... You counted up how many scratch-offs you've burned. Oh, I'm not like an addict. There's not... Like, I get some of my Christmas stocking or for Easter. Uh-huh. And there was one... This is my little treat. Mm, hey, hey, <laughs> got no one's inside. It was money. It was great. Yeah. But I, the picking numbers thing, you're never going to win. Just accept it. Well, the uh, scratch-off lotto, at least the scratch-off, you do something, even if it's getting that silver paint off for like a half second with an, a penny and, and you use a penny. And it's getting more permanent. Like pennies don't work anymore. Now you got to nail nail. Use your crack nail. The long pinky. Yeah, use that Coke nail. Just real long. pinky <laughs> nail. Uh, get a guitarist or a Coke head and help you out. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. The lotto is just a bad message. And it, I, I really want to, I'll do a blog report, a blog report, a blog report one day that I want to see exactly where that money goes. Because if, yeah. if they're donating that amount of money to schools and the schools in this state aren't that good, Mm-mm. well, there's something missing in this equation. I, I know money doesn't actually equal uh, scholastic success, but uh, it's I like mean, it should be some kind of reflection if it's going, you know, right. if it's going the right place. Right. And we're not seeing the current numbers, so. So let's talk about ladies, ladies in the workplace, because I find this interesting. Yeah. What might I not realize if I'm a guy working in some kind of, um, and you're in a bigger company, so it's like, uh, you know, you I, I used to work at a big mutual fund company. and. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I was getting, (gasps) this is so terrible. It wasn't that Mm -hmm. bad, but it was like, I just can't see myself getting dressed every day in a suit, you know, going to a job. I don't really, I I like the idea of index funds and mutual funds and all this stuff, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't really get my goat, you know? Um, And then also just the corporate, it was starting to get so corporate. It used to be kind of a cool office. And then uh, much like when I do gigs and they're like, oh, dude, last week you should have been here as packed. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't matter because I don't care about last week at this club because I'm here this week and there's 20 people here. You mm. know, like it's that's how I felt when I went to this job where I was like, they're like, dude, three years ago, this place is fucking cool as shit. You could come and go when you want. And now it's all corporate. I'm like, why would you tell me that? Well, you realize I'm standing right in it's front not, of you, yeah, right? It's not like, going to go backward to that. That's bad news. Don't tell me that. And the other thing, and uh, this is uh, kind of question 1B is – Ladies' bathrooms, uh, are they like men's bathrooms in a big office where people treat them like baboons? No. However, there are places that don't take it to another standard. Our The place where I work does. It's awesome because we have, like, our own – where the sinks are, like, there are trays and there are, like, spritzers and, like, little, like, perfumes and stuff – but there, that's just because we have someone in a position that she make she makes that's her legit job. She Office ma- manager, right? I'm not kidding. She's yeah. amazing. Good. And that's one little perk that it's like uh, makes you realize like how grateful you are to work where you are. Yeah. Now, don't get it twisted. I've been at other companies to have meetings, and I've been in their women's bathroom, and I'm like, let's talk about it. Uh, this is Planet of the Apes. There Maxi was pads everywhere used. No, it's. Uh, I'm no. not kidding. No, it is the sky. I won't. I'll. You remember in like high school where you didn't want to go to the bathroom for separate reasons, almost similar reasons, and oh. you would 
hold it or just not go. Here's a trick. I went That's to an all guys wouldn't. high school. I would go in the ladies room because there's no, there's not a lot of ladies there. Only women teachers. So oh, that's genius. Yeah. Wait, did you get in trouble with teacher? Is this the teacher's bathroom? Were you going in the teacher's bathroom? No, it, no. Legally, you have by by government code or whatever by local code, state code. You Why ha- would you need a women's and men's at an all boys res- school uh, restroom school? Wh- I don't know, but it's a school. I, I think if it's designated as a high school, uh, there would be a men's and women's in every wing, and I'd be like, "Cool, I'm gonna go in the women's." Huh. Pretty smart. That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Well, that's your government for you. You can see which way I kind of sit on that. But yeah, well, Mm. I mean, there's there's some nights where uh, there might be more ladies there for night school. They they use it for a bunch of stuff. I don't know. Okay. I didn't like my school. So do you want to know a secret? And I'm about to just out myself. I had to go to night school one time. Cool. No, not cool. Why? Um. So you know how you get senioritis in high school? There was one point where I was like... Was that like tendonitis? Basically, but yeah. I didn't have to have surgery or anything. I just didn't go to class. And oh my God, if I didn't fail art... Who fails art, first of all? You failed art? I'm not kidding. Well, I never just... not because I'm Exactly. It was because you couldn't (laughs) It wasn't because I was like, where are the crayons? Like, (laughs) no. But then I had to go to night school. (laughs) Was that the thuggiest in your school? Ugh. Yeah. With the crayons. Right? What, uh, how do I art? I don't know. What? <laughs> they w- No, I didn't show up and they were like, you failed. You have to go to night school or you can't dr- graduate. Night school is the biggest joke. Yeah. I thought it was going to be legit. Yeah. I didn't go to night school and I passed. How does that work? I'm not real sure how that even happened, but I would go well, and we'd have a break and everybody would leave at the break. And I'd be like, well, sure as hell, I'm not staying here if everybody right. else is. Yeah. I'm a limbing. That's why I didn't. That's why I'm here in the first place. So here's your punishment, but you can leave your punishment huh. and still graduate. You just, still had to go. Just a side note: nobody would really know that, but yeah, I went to night class. Huh? So, well, were you a lazy kid in high school? Um, actually, I was. I was good. I made good grades and everything, but there were just certain. There were two things, like there were two classes that I just thought were just super retarded and i was like i re- i was like there this is not going to clearly help me in college super tard yes mm-hmm. like i'm not going or the teacher like i was smarter than the teacher and i was like don't tell me how to live my life i gotta get out of here and i would just leave were you vin diesel in fast and furious yeah i live my life one quarter mile at a time you know what else i that i just giggle at that vin diesel said probably in the movie but he said you never turn your back on your family, even when your family turns back on you. Yeah. Like, what? That's a horrible statement. Are you kidding me? When everybody takes a diarrhea dump on your face, you just, you keep taking you it. You keep diarrhea <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the, the oh remember the shark uh, action figures that used to be in the 90s? Street sharks? Yeah. Stop. There's a video going around of Vin Diesel promoting them in, in like a commercial. It's so, or like a trade show or something. It's so weird. In 94. Like, I'm an actor. Make your kid buy some street sharks. Wait, let me see if I can find this. We're going to need some. Whoa, there's that lady. Diesel. Yeah, that's a good pod because they know what we're talking about. He is um, He is easy on the eyes, I'm not going to lie. Oh, you got a thing for Vin Diesel? No, he's not a top three, but he's nice to look at. I can't believe you haven't seen this. Whoa, that's him? Yeah, man. Hold on, let's see if we can get it that to That doesn't even look like him. Okay, first of all, hang on. Hold the phone. 
I don't know if I can get the. What are you wearing, Rico Suave? I don't think I can get the sound to go through. It's okay. I'll describe. It's the Toy Fair of 1994, people. So Vin Diesel's fallen on hard times. Uh, this is on TVDays.com. This is on YouTube. If you search Vin Diesel and Please shark. Please note his white shark tooth necklace over his Rico Suave leather man vest. Keep using your words. He's got a table that has shark bites out of it. Oh, That he's my. doing this on. This looked like, okay, if you went. You feel like you're watching a smut porn. Like if you went to somebody's garage that lived in Daytona, Florida, <coughs> and they were dealing drugs, this is where that commercial was filmed. Now, think, he's a he's a grown man at this point. He's probably 24 in this thing, maybe, oh 20. And I he's w- having to, like, reenact I how you would play with these shark toys. I wouldn't show this shit to anybody. And please note, he has a small earring in the left ear, not the right. Ooh, and I, f- I never got that. A fresh face. There was always a different rule. Every hold time. up, hold up. We oh got, yeah, we got a hand puppet. Yeah, but he gets into it. Like he's animating. He. Somebody just <laughs> shot Vin Diesel up with a shit ton of steroids and was like, "We need you to promote this." That's all. That's all him. I don't know what you're talking about. He's oh never done roids God. in his life. He's America's greatest hero. That I don't know if I can ever unsee that. That was great. You're I, welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah. You. Ooh. Who says we don't give out? Good stuff on this show. This shit's free. Oh. This is a free show. That wasn't like I'd I pay could for this. Ju- I should just do an episode of just like uh, almost Tosh point oh and just hey, have you seen this thing yet? Yeah. Because this is uh, pretty awesome. Okay. Speaking of have you seen this thing? I didn't know there was. So my husband is really big into Animal Planet. He loves to like watch things that you can learn from. Yeah, I'm okay. down with that. Not so much because I have to use. I'm, I'm listening. I'm gonna get a beer while you're talking. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have to use my smart so much at work. That when I come home, I want to watch just like either a train wreck or trash TV or whatever. Nothing that uses my brain. So he loves um, the Blue Planet, all this other crazy National Geographic stuff. But there is an episode for apparently a series in which Snoop Dogg is narrating. Yeah, Snoop Line. No one told me and I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. Oh, yeah. And you don't even have to be high. Oh, no, it was, no. I mean, that helps. It would it would be a hell of a, I don't know if I would have been able to get through it. I would have probably stopped at like the five minute mark <laughs> had I been, but it was hilarious. Yeah. And I've only seen five minutes. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't know why he's not narrating, it, like he could be the next Morgan Freeman. No, if you that really should, if Snoop Dogg was smart, that is his job. Oh, yeah, they're, they're going to do more of that. Oh, I can't he's already signed like some deal for it. I would have signed him. That was it's hilarious. So let's get back to a little bit businessy stuff. Like, oh yeah. all right. So ladies in management, I've been reading a lot about the wage gap difference, and I don't think it's legit. I don't think this seventy seventy eight cents on the dollar thing is legit. Um, hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Have you do you even think about it? Because I, I mean, feel yeah, I, it's I've brought up all the time. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like if you're really working, you don't give a fuck about that statistic kind of thing but i guess when you're negotiating they say that's the big part where a lot of women uh if there is any gap a lot of it's in the negotiation part yeah where they don't want to be a trouble they don't want to be like um they don't want to seem uh they don't want to seem bitchy i guess is really the kind of the the weak weak description because i'm kind of hung over but it's all right um that's the thing. What though. are your thoughts? So th- a lot of 
that, and this is completely personal opinion, but I think that a lot of women don't want to take the risk when it comes time to sit down with your boss to say, okay, well, I think this is my worth Mm -hmm. and this is how much I, I should get paid or this is what I'd like to ask for based off of these numbers. Whereas a dude will just walk into an office and be like, look, I want this much without even a care of the repercussions I don't know about that. No. There are, <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> there are a lo- uh, guys are not, they don't overanalyze things. So all we think about is we're hard workers. We want to keep our jobs. We stay content when in actuality you could be paid a lot more, but you just don't even explore that option. But it, it, if you're cognizant of overanalyzing, Which wouldn't, you overanal- wouldn't you analyze that? You're, you're, yeah. you're uh, like, and I'm saying women, you as women, if women I'm overanalyze, open. if we're going gener- generality in, in the workforce, we're talking white collar jobs. Uh, if women overanalyze their position, mm-hmm. why wouldn't they overanalyze the discussion they're going to have? You see what I'm saying? Like almost like prepare what I call being a social attorney. Uh, you're your own defense lawyer in a Be- sense. So when you overanalyze the main thing that you're focusing on and we use more of our emotions, I don't care who you are, that's just true. <gasps> what? Right? There's a difference between men and women? Buh, buh, buh. We're, aren't we going to become one thing? We're, we're one gender, yeah. apparently. We're getting there. Uh, are you we're a she? Do you know about that? Oh, my God. Have you heard of the Harvard pronouns? I can't even keep things straight as far as I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't want to. I can't to. even. Because I can't even. I just can't. If you're a guy, you're a guy to me. I'm sorry if you want to dress like a woman. I get it. I'm not trying to hurt I'm your not feelings, but I don't get it. I'm so confused. I'm, I don't not, I'm not trying to be uh, hardball here, but how do you feel about uh, Caitlyn Jenner has a penis? Still a dude to me. That's my that's my my thesis. Y- you got to have the if you got a wang and everything else is there, you're not a chick. That one's tough. That's what I'm saying. This is a tough. There's no right or wrong answer because clearly no one knows in America. Well, there kind of is if you think about it. Like, yeah, you have a wang, you're a guy. But biologically, when you get down to someone's DNA, you cannot, and I'm sorry to tell you this, I get where people are coming from. So I'll never be a woman. You Chromosome. Le- you legit will never be. <gasps> right? Are you crushed? I'm <gasps> sorry. But you will always, and I get that people want to transform or they feel that way. And that's where I would say, okay, whatever you want me to call you, that's fine. That's what I get. Yeah. Just let me know. But don't be offended when I say, oh, hi, what's your name or he or she, when you haven't told me or I can't defer from your outside perception. Right. If I'm looking at you and I don't know, don't get mad at me because of that. Like, just tell me. I'll call you whatever you want. This happened to me yesterday. Did somebody call you a girl? No. Okay, no, okay. No, I, no, babies are confused by me because I have long hair and a beard. So they, they associate long hair with uh, with being female. Yeah. And then I have a beard, and they're like, well, I don't get it. Like, I'm not talking like infant. Well, maybe like infant to like toddler. They, it's mainly toddlers, yeah. They're confused because most of the stuff they see is like very simple kind of like any cartoon they're watching, it's very simple like that. Like right. long hair, lady, short hair, guy kind of thing. Um, but so babies are like kind of like f- they don't know what to make of me. And then I do the thing where uh, it's really creepy as a guy to try to be cute with a kid. <laughs> and oh, that it's always so fails. gross. It always fails. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to need you to stop and walk away. <laughs> but yesterday I was in a doctor's office and uh, there's a chick. Short hair, like a faux hawk, 
bigger gal, uh, oh God. wearing a flannel shirt. I don't like any. So I'm I'm profiling lesbian, but before I got to that, I was like, oh, excuse me, sir. And she's like, I'm a man. And I'm like, oh, okay. But did you what know? Do you, no, I saw from behind. Okay. So think of that from behind. Uh, 300 pounder. Uh, With wh- a flannel shirt, which in I, jeans. I have a flannel shirt. Yeah, but this is like did, Nirvana flannel. This is like easily. this is like grungy. Uh, going for the grunge could be a truck driver. Lumberjack. Could, uh, mm, lumberjack, I feel like would have uh, they they'd be svet, like they'd be a little stocky. Yeah. Like this is f- obese. This is truck driver from w- behind. What was the hair though? The hair was a faux hawk. Uh, blonde. Okay, that's not fair then. Blonde if she, brown. If yeah. she didn't turn around, I I would have probably said, "Excuse me, sir." So it's like you were at least polite. Yeah, and I didn't. I probably didn't even need to add in the gender part of that, but it just it's like you look like a sir from behind. Isn't that kind of the thing you're going for? Isn't that like a yeah. little bit? Like if we're going very vanilla on here's what boys dress like and here's what girls dress like. Like, uh, are Aren't you kind of going that way? I mean, it's the lesbian kind of cut. And if you don't, you don't have to elaborate on any of this. If you're like, I could get fired. <laughs> or no, I mean, th- it's hard because everybody wants to be treated equally, and I get it. But at the same time, you can't fault somebody for legit. People are trying to be nice to each other, but there's a, a parade going there's on. There's a party next door to us. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, no, we have some voiceover guys. We have some other guys that do some advertising stuff. So they do voiceover right next to us. Could we have like a West Side Story competition or something? Just that shocks. Uh, I, I just feel it's false advertising a little bit, but you can't. Uh, here's here's my other. You thing. You can't fault the person. They didn't mean to. Here's my other thing. It negates everything before that. So, uh, me being polite and saying excuse me and like kind of being patient. Yeah. While this big person was blocking an area to get to the waiting room, totally negated. Because I said sir instead of ma'am. I don't know. I don't know where you sit on that. I just feel like this is kind of my therapy yeah. as well. So uh, I like it. I don't feel like I was in the wrong, but I wanted to bring it up because it's just like, what do you, I don't know, man. Like, what do you, I call everybody man. I call you man. Man. Some people. Dude. I call just women so dudes. Uh, so I still dude. say bro, and I used to say bro in high school, and it's a really hard habit, and I actually had... I sli- you have to like change your vernacular at work. Oh, it's really oh, yeah. I just it's Ooh. hard because I Gleaked. have said <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing to do. It's yeah. a hard talent. Um, I never mean to gleek. I gleeked all over the mixer, but well. I didn't even know what that was. Oh, you didn't for s- a hot minute. Gleek. Yeah, but it's like when it comes through the gap. Oh, it can it can just uh, resonate from the swamp under your tongue and just pop out. I don't get it. Some people can do it on command. I can't. It just happens. Yeah, some turds used to do it in high school, and I just didn't understand where Fucking what they were turds. doing. Turds. But them. go ahead. Uh, you have to use formal, formal kind of uh, vocational vocational skills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it is for vocation. It is a vocation, uh, but yeah. um, verbiage and vernacular. Mm-hmm. I love that word. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a bro slipped out and. Totally negates everything you just said. Right. Guess what? You have a master's degree? No, you don't anymore. <laughs> you came from hobo school. And you just said. In Hoboken. Hobo school in Hoboken. Mm, you're a Hobokian. Think you about that, Frank Sinatra. You take your bro and you get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, old blue eyes. Mm, you're fired. Is it, is it weird? 47 minutes has gone by? 
We Are gotta, you fucking kidding me? I could do this. I hope you guys. I hope you guys keep listening. I'm coming back. This is great. Yeah, well, I'll keep this going all night long. I kind of I want to keep it to under an hour, but I mean, like, uh, so how how do we how do we follow you? How do we become your uh, disciples? Crownandginger.com. You probably want to Google that because you're probably going to screw up the dashes in that. You couldn't ampersand yeah. it. I couldn't ampersand, and I didn't even know what that ampersand was. I just know the end symbol. <laughs> but it's crown dot, or no, see, that's not even right either. I'm telling you, you go to the wrong place. It's crown-ginger.com, and you can see all my social media stuff on there, so you're straight. We'll put it on this blog post when we put it on uh, tokoworks.com. If you have any questions, business questions, we'll bring them up. Uh, I've yet to get a good one. I, I think it's my friends fucking with me that have listened to this. So if you've got a business question yeah. you want to, you want me to bring up on the podcast and want yeah. me to answer, it's law l a w at tocoworks t o c o w o r k s dot com. You can hit up Caleb as well if you want to talk to the Lions Per. That Fuddy. is Caleb Lions Per Fuddy. He is Caleb C a l e b at tocoworks dot com t o c o w o rks.com um anything else any instagram any pinterest for crown ginger um crown no. ginger crown ginger <laughs> crown uh, ginger it's all tagged on there it's all you guys you know where to go it's there you it's gotta good. get that pinterest going girl oh uh, it's just uh, no uh, look i know if anybody's listening to this podcast uh this is episode 12 or 13 or something like that if anybody's listening to this they know i have a boner for pinterest because it's gonna compete with facebook here's why Here's why. Dropping knowledge. If you made it this far, this is like Shawshank Redemption. If you made it this far, why don't you come a little bit further? Mm, uh, I like it. Yeah. If here, I'm dropping some knowledge at the end, some heat. Pinterest is going to rival Facebook in the sense that it's going to be the e-commerce platform. Uh, it Basically, whatever 88% of what women pin to their board, they will buy. You're basically getting the market research before. You're getting what people, what women want. Yeah. So you have more reliable data. So what's going to happen is you're going to be able to hover over shit. So you pin uh, a dress worn by Sharon Stone. God, that, that was, was terrible. a horrible <laughs> ass example. We're going to need you to leave right. on that. Uh, Mila Kunis is wearing some kind of dress. Okay. Adam Swartz. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, Mila Kunis is wearing a dress at some award show or whatever. Then you're going to be able to pin that to your board, then hover over that, and then it's going to pop up Amazon. Uh, Wayfair. I don't even know what lady shops are. Wayfair, get <laughs> out of here. Uh, but it's Lululemon. Maybe it was a, a fitness red carpet. Here's what I'm saying. You're going to be able to hover over her earrings, and it's going to go boop, boop, boop. You can get those earrings here, here, and here. I can't wait for the like, boop, boops. But think <laughs> the boop, boops are in. Think of the, it's like Facebook face recognition. You know how creepy that is, right? It is. And it's pretty goddamn accurate. Mm. Well, you can do that with things. Faces are the hardest, really. Mm-hmm. All right, so you don't believe me. No, I'm just okay, get the fuck out now. I'm just a big, bigger fan of Instagram to where I can look up a hashtag and all these things come up with that hashtag and can give we, me so many ideas. Let's end on that because we talked about this on our last episode. People don't hashtag correctly. And There's if you're really trying to push something, you should figure out what hashtags people are looking up, like yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> this will have to be to be continued because uh, I could go on for two hours on that topic. Uh, try to do it in under nine minutes. Okay, what you need to do is whatever you're searching or whatever you think the picture is about, think about the most broad category you could have for that. So yep. if let's say you're getting together to carve pumpkins. Don't say, you know, Halloween, whatever. No, be specific but broad. So 
Hashtag pumpkin carving. Yep. Done. Yes. Don't don't go cr- pumpkin, pumpkin carving weekend. This and that. No pumpkin. Pumpkin carving. 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 Mm-hmm. Halloween. Like add those things and. It just makes my life complete. I like stuff like that. We do it for ours. I, I did a little self-promotion before this podcast. I tried to put it up on, uh, try to get a little Cigar City Brewing in there that we're, that we're drinking the Tampa-style lager. Yeah. Got a little Mangria over there for Adam mangria. Carolla. Oh, you never had that? No, but I, we might have to try it. It's, it's, it's a heavy sangria. Oh. It's Adam Carolla's drink. He's uh, our podcast guru. Hmm. We look up to him for all this. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, we had a good time, right? I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I, I hate to make it curt, but it was, uh, it, this stuff goes by very quick. You're apprehensive at first. You came in like a baby deer. Right. And then. Don't know sudden movements. And then you came in and now, now you're, you're a gazelle. I don't know how a deer turns into a gazelle, but it happened. It's magic. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Crown slash or clap. Wait, mm-hmm. let's Try do that again. again. One more time. All right. A little bit of more emotion, a little bit of lime in face. Ah, lemon face. Woo. All right. Uh, crown dash ginger.com. Look for the tag. What, what's the hashtag? Crown ginger? Um, no, I just spell it out. Hashtag crown and ginger. Crown and ginger. No ampersand. No ampersand. All right. Hit it up. If you want some ladies' lifestyle.